Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to SFP Now. Welcome to another exciting episode of SFP Now and we've got a fantastic interview today folks. Um, We're talking to the fantastic Brianna Buckmaster who plays the role of Sheriff Donna Haskam in the popular TV series Supernatural. Now Sheriff Donna, she's kind of like a breakout character in the show. Uh, To date she's recurred in three episodes. And, um, you know, the, the one that I've seen most recently is Hibbing 911, which just aired here in the UK uh, just last week, aired in the States last last, um, last year, and um, also recently aired in the States was the episode Plush. Um, now, during the course of the interview, um, we talk about those episodes and, and lots of other things beside, including um, some, some of Brianna's own projects, um, which sound pretty exciting and, and a lot of fun. Uh, so without further ado, we're just going to run right with the interview. So here we go. I'd like to welcome a very special guest to our show this week. We have uh, the fantastic Brianna Buckmaster, who's um, best known for playing the uh, role of uh, Sheriff Donna in in Supernatural. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. You know, it's, it's great having you on. I mean, you know, so like as, as I was saying before we started uh, recording, um, I've not really seen any of your episodes yet, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be very fun. Thanks for having me. Um, your my one of my favorite episodes is yet to air with um, Sheriff Jody, so I'm excited for everybody over there to see it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, first off, um, before before we get onto the supernatural stuff, I'd kind of like to, uh, you know, ask ask you a few 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 questions, get give people an idea of, um, you know, where where you come from, because you you you're relatively new still. In it's terms true. Of I am very new. You know what? I've been acting for almost my entire life, but working in television is something that's very new. Um, just over the really the last. Three, three and a half years, maybe. I, my background is in theater. I have a degree in theater, and I've done a lot of um, improv comedy as well. But yeah, only in the last three years did I did I start to delve into TV. And part of that is because I was pregnant, and it's very hard to do theater when you have a, a baby. And so I needed to explore other options at that time. And luckily, TV just started to really unfold. I don't know if it was the uh, characters I was starting to play or the age I'm now at, which is in my 30s, 
Um, but suddenly doors were starting to open. So I'm just trying to, <laughs> it's a steep learning curve, but I'm trying to learn as fast as I can and just try to enjoy the, the large wave that's coming at me right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I studied theatre as well. And, um, I never went as far as university, though. I, um, I actually uh, I studied um, at school and college level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm actually now a music major. So, oh, well, so there, I, can, there I kind of switched. I, I am diplomas actually in musical theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So most of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I uh, did musical theater as well because, uh, unfortunately it was discovered that I had a really good singing voice. Um, and there can, you go. And can reach top C. Uh, but unfortunately for me, I've got two left feet, can't dance and tend to bump into things. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the best dancer <laughs> either. So it works out that TV is happening in my life right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I bet, like you're saying, it's a different thing because in theatre, everything's sort of like big. You've got, you've got to reach the people in the cheap seats right at the back. That's right. Uh, whereas in television, I'm, I'm guessing you have to sort of like uh, play down your gest- gestures quite a bit. And um, kind of. I and, mean, they say that acting is acting, and as long as it's authentic, it doesn't... But, yeah, you're right. I am trying to reach a joke into the back row where when I'm on set um, filming a scene, my audience is the lens. It's not even the camera crew. You don't even have to go that far. You're just reaching the lens um, and your audience is there. So you really have to trust that they're catching all of your nuances and your your jokes are landing because you really you really never know until you see it um, because you don't have someone responding unless you have the crew responding but if you act for the crew then your joke it might be overshot on on film does that make sense yeah yeah, it yeah. Makes so it's sense. a very interesting thing for me and I, lo- I love the technical aspects of mm-hmm. it um, from what I've seen, um, looking at your IMDb profile, before you did Supernatural, you you did make uh, a few fleeting appearances on on a, on a few few genre show, shows such as uh, Arrow, which is a favourite of mine. Yes. Um, you also, I think you played a protester in that, and you was a, yeah. a an EMT um, in Continuum. Um, yeah. Th- those are two very different shows and two very different sets. Uh, what what were they like for you to work on? I mean, obviously. You, you didn't have any scenes with the main cast, but still. no, but it was, I mean, Arrow was with, um, it was, I was actually, um, cast in that role very last minute. I think that they probably added it at the last minute. And I ended up working with Guy Norman B, uh, who was directing and he actually directed, um, the episode right after mine in season 10 of Supernatural and we ran into each other and he was so gracious and generous and we talked a lot about shooting that scene and it to me it was just you know what i'm just going to show up make sure i do my my role do it well and i make everyone else's life easier but he was um yeah he was very flattering and very gracious about uh how hard he thought he thought that role was to cast so you never really know and so that was really easy to be on. I was honestly only on set for about five minutes uh, for that because it was just me in that scene that was being shot when I was the protester. And then Continuum was actually, we were in an ambulance. So I was with a stunt driver and Temo, who's also in Supernatural, which is funny. And we've never met, but I'm sure that's not far from. Um, and uh, we just drove around the city doing our lines, which was bananas, having a, a camera in the front of this ambulance. 
um, just driving around the city doing our scenes instead of being on set. So that was really cool. When you went into a supernatural, did you at all find it quite intimidating? Because here, you, here you've got a show. It's quite, it's quite well established within pop culture. You know what? I didn't know to... how well established it was when I went on set. Again, for me, <clears throat> all sets were a bit intimidating because I didn't, I hadn't spent much time on them, so I didn't really know how they worked. I had lots of questions, but didn't want to, you know, ask too many questions. I, I wanted to look like I knew what I was doing, so I went onto that set just making sure that I did my job well and that I didn't get anybody's way and um, that I didn't screw anything up. But I didn't know at the time that. It was such a big show because there's a lot of TV shows, especially science fiction shows filmed around Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And so kind of that genre is pretty, is kind of what you audition for most in Vancouver. And um, so I just thought it was just a, another, you know, fairly successful show. I didn't know it had the following worldwide that it did. Thank God, because I think I would have been much more nervous. Um, and I also had no idea that the producer would ever consider me for a recurring role. I just thought I was showing up to do a good job. It's kind of the ultimate dream for an actor to show up and be, be so good to the producer that they just want to bring you back. Mm -hmm. uh, your, your second episode, uh, Hibbing mm -hmm. 911, I think it's called. Um, 911, yeah. yeah um, um, I, um, I must quickly give a thank you in this uh, to my friend Patrick Hayes, who's helped yeah. me out with these questions. Um, but in Hibbing 911, no, 911, sorry, yeah. uh, you, you got to work with Kim Rhodes, who plays yeah. the rather sardonic uh, Sheriff Jody. And, you know, you two in, 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 in those, you know, you've got great chemistry. Even I've seen it from the, from the little clips that I've watched. Um, what was it like for you to work with uh, with Kim Rhodes? And, you know, how, how easy was it to establish that chemistry? Because it's, it looks quite quite um, quite easy on when, when well, watching it. What was the best thing that they did is the first scene that they had a shoot together was the scene where our characters actually meet. And I know this, show, this episode hasn't aired yet, so you'll understand what I'm talking about when you do watch it, but... The first scene that we shot together was the episode where our characters meet for the first time. So that was perfect because I played my character to a heightened quality, which was super sunny, very excitable, very friendly. And she played her character to a heightened quality, which was really <clears throat> irritated and cynical and sarcastic. And so that first scene was so great because we just... We just are playing the exact opposite. So I think that the chemistry, luckily, was written into our characters and written into the Hibby 911 script. But I'd known Kim only through Twitter, really. I'd never met her before we started shooting. And I just, we spent as much time as we could just trying to get to know each other and then quickly learned that we had very similar points of view about the world. We both, um, you know, have daughters, we're both working moms and we both are very sarcastic and we swear a lot. So we have a lot in common and she's now, I mean, we've only known each other for a year, which is crazy to think about because she's become one of my closest friends. And so we're just really lucky that we have that chemistry that that worked out and that it, that it came across on screen because I know that that's not always the case as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do, I love her. She's a dear friend of mine. Could you see there being sort of like a spin-off series with, with, with uh, <laughs> Sheriff Donna and Sheriff Jody? Can you see yeah, that happening? There's been, uh, I think ever since that episode aired, even maybe before the episode aired, there's been a lot of buzz about that. Of course, I, of course, Kim and I are 1200% on board. Um, but we have, uh, we we have no pull. It's it's up to the powers that be to to produce something like that. So um, w- there's been a lot a lot of buzz. Uh, the spinoff um, is a is a, actually a fan become a fan movement called Wayward Daughters <laughs> that um, would would star Sheriff Jody, Sheriff Donna, and then Cass's daughter Claire, and then the girl that Donna or Jody is kind of adopted named Alex. So if you go online, there's, there's a Facebook page, there's a Twitter page, there's these, these women have, um, who are basically running this campaign movement. They have a letter writing campaign to the producers. It's really amazing. And I'm beyond flattered that people would be interested in seeing more of my grubby face on screen. Um, but really, it's really amazing to show the, what, what the fans can do when they, put their minds together and that they want something that's a female led show is pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty uplifting. I think. You, um, how, how did you actually prepare for the role of Donna on, on the series? Because, you know, she, uh, you've mentioned this already, but she has to be unquestionably the most upbeat character in, in the show's history. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. I never thought about that. Maybe Becky, that's a pretty upbeat character too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she um um the the role when I auditioned for it, the breakdown said that they wanted a character very much like Marg from Fargo. So I knew they wanted a heavy-handed accent. I knew they wanted kind of that sunny disposition, but they wanted a character that was very good at her job. So all of these things are things that I've prepared for. Now, in that first episode that I filmed, I didn't have to do any shooting. I didn't have to do any major police action. So I didn't focus on that. I focused more on the character because there was a lot of character development in five scenes for Donna in that first episode. Um, now following that, I did prepare a little bit more, um, on the police side. I, I researched what it takes for, um, people to become, um, a sheriff of a small town. I didn't know that in the United States, they actually vote on their sheriffs as they Mm -hmm. would a mayor or something as opposed to being brought through the ranks. Um, so I thought that was interesting and I tried to apply that to my character. Um, I did do some, I worked with an RCMP um, t- official to teach me some basic shooting, um, to, to properly use a gun. Cause that's actually very challenging. Even drawing a gun from a holster is really challenging for me. So I, I prepared in that way. God, you sound like Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in the episode Push, um, which is the one that just aired in the States this weekend, yeah. uh, Donna's hesitant to resume a dating life, uh, would you actually like to see Donna re-enter a relationship, or, or, or do you think that a jaded past make, makes them more, more, more of an interesting character feel than, than, than something like that? I don't know. I like the idea that John, Donna lets go of some of that anger because that's not, it's not benefiting her at all. 
Um, it's holding on to anger in any fashion is going to hinder you. But um, I would like to see Donna, I would like to see her happy. And I don't think that that necessarily means that she needs to be with in a romantic relationship. I would like to see her develop happiness from within. And I would like to see her explore this new um, kind of title she's been given by the boys and to see her explore kind of her, her power that she has, because I think that sometimes she feels she's a bit powerless. So I think before I'd like to see her settle into a romantic relationship, I'd like to see her settle into being a hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, I like that answer. And, uh, you know, it actually leads on to one of the other questions we've got a little bit later on. Um, yeah. This, this one's uh, from Patrick, um, because I, I, I don't know what a Minnesota okay. accent's like, but um, he, he's really impressed for your uh, accent and he mm-hmm. wants to know, um, have you had anyone fr- from, from there comment on the accent? Because he thinks I it's have, fantastic. I have, thank God. I uh I worked on the accent a lot, but because I'm from um, originally from Saskatchewan, which is directly above North Dakota, um, the accent was not hard for me to draw from. I worked on it and you know made sure that the the draws and the 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 what they call as a Minnesota friendly is a kind of the sing song of the accent was there. Um, but yeah, it, because it's kind of similar to a stereotypical Eastern Canadian accent, people thought it was Canadian and, and that's fine. Um, but it, it is a pretty stereotypical accent, especially in those, in a few of those scenes. Sometimes you draw away from it because you don't want it to distract from what's happening in the scene and you don't want it to be too funny or too over the top. But, um, yeah, I had a few people on Twitter thank me that it was an authentic accent, that I was representing them properly. And so that's exactly what you want to happen. Yeah, way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Donna's actually become quite, quite you know, quite adept at kicking butt, you know, especially okay. by the ending yeah. of, uh, of Hibbing 911. Yeah. Uh, do you think that she's, she, she, she's going to become more physical with the creatures on Supernatural, or do you think she'll be more willing to leave that to Sam and Dean? Oh, I hope not. I hope she's not leaving all the fun to them. Um, I think that she's going to, yeah, like we were saying before, I think she's going to really take, she was really excited to be called a hunter. And now I'm worried I'm giving spoilers away, but it's all on the internet anyway. But um, she was really excited and I was really excited for her. And so I really think that she's going to dive right into that life. I think, I think she was searching for something to really, um, to ground her and to help her discover her, her authentic self. And I think being a hunter was just the thing she needed. So I think she's going to really dive in and I don't think she's one to, to let, um, yeah, to let men have all the fun. I think she, she really likes to get her hands in there. Cool. I can't wait to see that episode, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you to see it. Yeah, just a few scenes I've actually seen of, of the, of, of, of your, your interaction. Yeah, you know, it's just so like, I can't wait to see it. Okay. Um, do you have any other supernatural stuff coming up? Or are you done now until next time? Well, I can't really, I can't really say if I have anything coming up, but I'm, I've been doing the convention circuit. Um, and that's been really fun and it really gets you involved and it really helps to know more about the episode because the fandom, 
the SBN family is really, they're really passionate about the show. They know a lot about the show, a lot more than I think I could ever know. And so when they ask questions, they're really intelligent questions and I'm able to learn from them and learn from their answers. So the, I've been doing the, um, the conventions now just since July and I'm booked all through next year. Wow. I was just in England in October in Birmingham yeah, for convention. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really fun. Yeah. I've, I've been Birmingham a few times. Um, I, I tend not to do too many conventions uh, because uh-huh. I, I, I'm a bit agoraphobic around, you know, big crowds of people. Oh, so of I course, guess. and they are big crowds. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I tend to... Um, I, I, I tend to song like uh, owning up to go to the smaller, less established conventions when yeah, there's one on, so it's you know it's a little bit less daunting on me. Totally, um, and they're just as fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed you've got you, you've got another show on IMDb. It's actually in post, I think, at the moment. It's called White Ninja. Uh, mm-hmm. What can you tell us about that? Do, you know, White Ninja is actually um, the first. Um, web comic to be distributed by Vine. So, do you know Vine, the the app, the essentially six minute videos, all right, um, or six second videos, which is even faster. And I was asked to be in the writers' room for that based on my comedy experience. Um, it's very, 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 very dark comedy. Uh, so that's also fun in comparison to the character I play on Supernatural. And so there were six writers, um, which were comedians from all over Canada. And we got together and we each write. I think we ended up each writing 36 episodes. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of writing. And you'd be surprised what how hard it is to write a joke in six seconds. And it essentially just set up punchline twist. Set up punchline twist. And, um, so that's now in post Paul Shear, who's a brilliant, um, comedian from the United States. He's going to be voicing white ninja and we're debuting at the Whistler film festival. Cool. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I haven't seen the, the finished product, but I'm very excited to see it. Mm-hmm. As a as a writer, have you ever given any thought to maybe uh, pitching uh, a few stories to a uh, to Supernatural and maybe oh, other yeah. shows like it? Tim and I talk about that all the time. We're like, okay, what what should our characters do? We have lots that we want our characters to do. The first is to not die. And, uh, I don't know. I think the writers are very talented over there. I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to offend them by suggesting stories that probably they've already thought of and won't work out for whatever reason, but it would be fascinating to write for science fiction, to write for a show that you're also acting. in. I don't know if any actors on Supernatural have ever done that. I know that, you know, Jetson has directed, but, um, I would, yeah, I would love to, I would love to write for Supernatural, but I'm, I, yeah, the, the writers for Supernatural are brilliant, so I wouldn't want to offend them by saying I could ever do what they do anytime soon. Maybe there's a workaround here for, 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 for yourself and Kim, you know, may, maybe what you could actually do is you could actually write the, uh, the Donna and Jodie uh, spin-off series and pitch it. That's what we thought, well, we thought, we're like, why don't we just... You know, we can just do this or let's just do it ourselves. But we don't, I mean, we don't own the rights to those characters. So we don't <laughs> do different characters, which we're not against. We love working together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you seem to be a bit of a star on the rise. Uh, are, there any, are there any new exciting projects you, you have in the works that you'd like to, like to sort of like, you know, discuss? 
Yeah, you know what? I we just got the funding for we just won um and by we I mean me and uh, Ryan Curtis, who's a director of a film I worked on called Weirdo Hero, which also starred um some people from Supernatural, Ty Olson, Jim Michaels was in it. Um and um he asked me to star in his next short film, which would be basically just me in the film. There's only one actor. Um, and then we won the story hive competition. So we won the funding for the entire film. Um, and that is going to be shooting in early January. Cool. Yeah. So usually they can finish up their post pretty quickly. So I'm not sure when it will be done, but it won't come out too long after that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, as an actor, is there actually a dream role that you'd love to have a crack at? You know what? I don't think of dream roles because... Like I said, there there are other people who surprise me with how brilliant the roles they write can be. And so if I was to tell you something right now, I, I'm pretty sure it would be very one-dimensional. But what I do love is the idea of working with people who could make me better. Like I would love to work with um, Amy Schumer because I think she would help me be funnier. And I would love to work with um, Bill Murray because I think he would help me relax into a character and be more grounded. Um, I would love to work with Meryl Streep because she would help me find many, many different layers and levels of the character that I'm playing. So I feel like there's actors that I would love to work with, mm-hmm. especially comedic actors. Um, but I, in terms of dream roles, I, I can't, uh, there's too many and yet not enough that I could mention. Any directors you'd love to work with? Um, I would, I would only say the directors that I've worked with, um, thus far I would like to work with again Mm -hmm. because I've had such a good time, um, working with them. And there's, again, there's too many that I haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, it's funny the uh, the question about the actors you you actually answered that. Yeah, <laughs> <Not me. laughs> so yeah, that threw me. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, Brianna, it's been fantastic speaking to you, and um, you know the best of luck with uh, with with all, all these projects, and um, I I hope we see a lot more of you over the years in Supernatural. Me too. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if it's going to go for another ten years. Oh my gosh! You know, you know what? Oh, I was I was talking to Jared and Jensen um, a few weeks ago, and we were just hanging out, and uh, they said, you know, if if by chance this um, uh, series goes to twelve, if it goes to season twelve, which no uh, nobody knows yet, um, they will have been doing that show for the amount of time that I have been in elementary school and high school combined. <laughs> When you think of it that way, you're like, that is a long time. Yeah, I'm, uh, just, I'm just wondering if we could actually see it go on for about 30 years. And about 30 years' time, you've got you've got yeah. Dean and yeah. Dean, Dean and Sam walking around with canes or with Zimmer frames. And, well, you know what? They could get to a point where they just have to show up. They're the second bananas at some point. They just have to show up once in a while and, and make fun of something somebody's doing and a younger hunter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're brilliant at what they do i'm pretty sure they're on board for as long as anybody else is at this point anyway and um because it's a supernatural the the options for storylines are endless Mm -hmm. maybe they become so adept at hunting in about 30 years time that they just on a casted cast a stare at whatever it is they're hunting and it dies instantly (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> okay. Well, Brianna, it's been fantastic speaking with you. Um, you know, can't wait to see your episodes. And um, again, best of luck with um, with with everything that you're you're doing at the moment. And um, thanks so much. So, and thanks for um, thanks for having me on your show. Oh, it's, it's been fantastic having you. Thank you. I'd like to uh, thank um, Brianna for joining us um, on, on, on this show. It's, it was absolutely fantastic having her on and uh, talking with her about uh, Supernatural and, you know, also learning a little bit about her, you know, as, as a person and what her plans are uh, for the future. And, you know, I say, let's do it. Let's have the Wayward Daughters. I want to see Sheriff Donner and Sheriff Jody. Uh, paired up again in another episode and I think I think there's a lot of people out there that agree with me so you know let's do it let's song I get something going here um, you know spread this around on Twitter but I, I say let's song I get this going um, because I think um, another episode with Sheriff Donner and Sheriff Jody together would be great it would definitely kick butt um, but you know it's great having Ron it was great talking about um, Hibbing 911 and uh, the the various other episodes. My apologies for saying Hibbing nine and eleven in the actual interview. It was kind of like a bit of a snip of the of the tongue there. You know, every time I see those two, you know, those those two numbers together, it kind of, you know, it's um, it it's a bad habit of mine that I really need to get out of. Um, but you know, I didn't really mean to cause any offence by that. Um, you know, um, but <clears throat> thanks for listening, and we'll be back at you again with more exciting uh, interviews and features um, next time. So, bye for now.